got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, and uh, welcome back to a special episode of uh, Coffee and Crypto. Today we are going to be discussing what's going on in the nation of Ukraine. This has been developing for a couple of weeks, and you probably know what's going on already. So we're going to kind of just get right into this. This is going to be a much different show than what we normally do. It's not going to be super upbeat. It's going to be very solemn. Look, here's the thing. There is a conflict going on in Ukraine. If you don't know what's happening, it's um, it's pretty sad, and it's, it's been... Yeah, it's very sad what's going on in Ukraine. We're going to be talking about that today. I'm going to go ahead and introduce everybody, and we're going to jump right on into it. I am joined by Tim. How are you doing, Tim? What's up, guys? <clears throat> I'm also joined by Smay. How are you doing, Smay? Hey, guys. What's going on? I love you guys. You guys are you guys are great. Um, and, yeah, this is, this is tough stuff, but we're yep. here to be with you guys. So. Yep, and we are joined by Kelly in New York. Kelly, how are you doing? I'm having a morning just like everybody. I uh, just want to send my love and blessings and prayers out to everybody. And uh, I look forward to sharing what we can share today. And hopefully we can add some values some comfort. Yeah. So today we're going to kind of talk about what's going on in Ukraine. We're not going to be doing a bunch of speculation about what's going to happen. We're not, we're not going to try and spread fear. We're not going to try and, you know, sensationalize this like a lot of media is going to be. Our mission for this show is to be here for the citizens of Ukraine, be here for the people that are in danger right now, and to play a supporting role in any way that we possibly can. So that's what we're going to be doing on this show. The show's gonna look a little bit different. It's not going to be as structured as normal. We're not going to be doing a lot of technical analysis. We're going to look at the markets to see how the markets have responded to this, but we're not going to jump into them super in detail. And we're going to kind of discuss what's going on here and we're gonna tread lightly because there is there are a lot of people being very much affected by what's going on right now. So the very first thing I want to do is I want to throw it to Tim and I want to kind of get a 30,000 foot view on what's going on here. Tim, can you kind of catch us up to what has happened to bring us to this point? Because yeah. I want people that maybe don't know what's going on to really understand the severity of what's going on, but also where we are right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, the first thing, first and foremost, you know, I, I did, I did, there's a lot of things I don't know. Um, and, and I was one of the ones that I didn't think it was going to come to this. I thought it was going to be more of just a flexing back and forth. So when I woke up this morning to this news, it was, it was like, it was hard. Yep. You know, I, I, um, I'm okay with being wrong about a lot of things, but this is big, you know? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> um, so we saw that Russian troops moved into uh, the Donbass and the Luh uh, uh, Donbass and Luhansk regions, um, the separatist regions of Ukraine yesterday. And uh, I believe it was yesterday when the president of the United States came out around noon and called it an invasion. Overnight, there have been troops moving across the border, columns of tanks moving across the border. There were just recently, and I'm talking about 15 minutes ago, reports came out of Russian airborne troops landing in a, at a... Uh, um, uh, air base about 25 miles out of Ukraine, out of uh, Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, and um, so there is a full-scale conflict going on right now, and there are dozens of uh, casualties, um, many more wounded on both sides. And like Tim said, this is not something that this is not a light event, guys. This is the largest conflict 
in Europe between two major nations that we've seen in a very long time, potentially even since the Second World War. So our job in this stream is not to speculate about what's going to happen. That is for another time. And the point of this stream, as I said, is to be here for them, uh, to be here for anyone who is in Ukraine right now who, for some reason, may be watching this, um, and to kind of update you guys on what exactly is going on. So I also want to bring in our chief marketing officer, Shannon. Shannon is here because uh, Shannon and I have actually been friends for a very long time. He is, um, as I said, he's the he's the the man in charge of all of our marketing, and Shannon and I both are kind of history buffs. So we've studied the Second World War quite a bit. We've studied the geopolitics of Eastern Europe quite a bit. We're by no means experts, but I wanted to bring him in on the show today because he might have some insight on what exactly is going on here, uh, the motives behind what Russia is doing, and um, maybe provide some insight on exactly uh, what's going on. So Shannon, welcome to the show. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing as well as we could all expect right now during this time. Um, I have to say, guys, this is an unprecedented event. Shannon, scoot in frame a little bit more, buddy. For the 21st century. Yep. Um, Jeb, you are not wrong. We have not seen a war in Europe of this scale since probably the 1940s. Um, This is an act of aggression. It's a jingoistic conflict. Um, As for Russia's motives, I mean, simply put, ultimately they're a declining great power looking for the vulnerable, the bully. Yep. So the Russians have claimed that there is a word that starts with G that has to do with hurting people that I can't say on YouTube happening in eastern Ukraine. That is the... um, in medieval history terms, that'd be the casus belli. That's the claim. That's the, the the provocation for war that Russia is claiming right now to move into um, the Donbass region of the of eastern Ukraine. Um, Russia has cut off all political communication with the West and with Ukraine. It seems that a political option, a political um, resolution, is. Um, beyond possible at the moment. So there are Russian troops all over Ukraine right now. There have been, um, there are many videos of missiles being fired, explosions. There are videos right now on the internet that you can see of thousands of people leaving um, Ukraine right now, going to the West, theoretically fleeing to Poland. It's what a lot of them seem to be doing. There are citizens on the ground right now that are saying that that this is, you know, that this is a war. And uh, so, Let's maybe zoom out and look at the geopolitics a little bit. So Ukraine is in Eastern Europe. It used to be part of the Soviet Union. Uh, In 1991, when the Soviet Union collapsed, um, Ukraine obviously broke away from Russia as the the Iron Curtain fell. Uh, Belarus, which is just north of of, uh, Ukraine, remains sympathetic to Russia. And there have been talks about it potentially trying to rejoin Russia. We don't know what that would look like right now, but there have been troops stationed in the Black Sea, which is the sea to the south of of Ukraine um, and to the east of Ukraine and some stationed in Belarus. And uh, they've been moving in on on Ukraine uh, from all sides since about 12 hours ago overnight. Um, The very... The difficult thing here is that Putin is positioning this as a defensive war. He's positioning this as trying to prevent harmful acts happening in Donbass while 
there are troops moving into the capital. Uh, not, excuse me, there are not troops moving into the capital. Yeah, there, there are troops moving into eastern Ukraine right now, and there are jets flying over the capital right now. There are bombs going off in the capital. And um, this is not a conflict that just affects people in the military. This is a conflict that affects civilians, it affects families, it, it creates refugees, it causes all kinds of trauma. And uh, it's one of those things where, to be honest with you guys, we came on the show this morning, we spent an hour thinking about how we were going to talk about this, and we don't even, we don't, we don't really know. What, what, how, how, do you, how do you cover this? Like, it's not our job to come here and be sensationalistic and say, oh, look at what might happen next. Look at... Look at why this happened. That, that's not what we want to do here. We want to be supportive of Ukraine. And so, yeah. Ultimately, this conflict is a tragedy, right? Mm -hmm. It's an act of brutal and total war. And Jeb, you're absolutely right. It won't just affect people in the military. Conflict isn't fought like that anymore. No. Uh, the Russians have already established air superiority over all of yeah. Ukraine. Um, the situation um, has escalated to a point to where civilians are involved, and so Russia's the, political motives are not. As Shannon said earlier, Putin is the leader of a dying empire. The Russian state, before the communist revolution in the 1910s, happened was one of was the great superpower in Europe the 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 czarist Russia after the communist revolution the soviet union was created and it was a geopolitical juggernaut and after the soviet union achieved nuclear weapons they became number 2 to the united states number 1 the most powerful nation on the planet when um when putin came into power in the early 2000s. He came into power of a economically devastated remnant of what the Soviet Union was. And Putin is a very ambitious, egotistical, lying man. Um, and that doesn't sit well with him. I don't know exactly the way he thinks. I'm obviously not him. I've never met the man. But it's very clear because you can tell a tree by its fruits. His actions show that he's insecure about Russia. And so he has expansionistic desires. So officially what Putin has come out and said is, one, he said that there was no plan to invade. But obviously that wasn't true. Um, he's also come out and said that the idea was to denazify Ukraine and to uh, stop attacks, uh, stop atrocities in eastern Ukraine, which as far as I'm aware, there's no evidence of. Um, so, I mean, ultimately here, uh, a good way of explaining his actions is to understand his background. Mm -hmm. Putin is an ex-communist. He used to be a pretty major party apparatic, right? He saw the, the peak of Russian history, at least in his eyes probably, the glory of the Soviet Union when they were at their largest, their strongest. I imagine as a leader, he's sitting in the seat of a devastated, broken country and looking for any low, cunning, evil solution to pulling it back up to what he would perceive as a hype. And I think he found his solution. Yeah. Uh, against the wishes of the entire international community and every Ukrainian citizen. 
Yeah. So what we're seeing now is that the president of the United States will address the nation here in two hours and 19 minutes at noon Eastern time. Um, he will be addressing the nation on sanctions that will be held against Russia. The United Kingdom, Boris Johnson has come out livid about this. Uh, Macron of France has come out obviously very, very um, expressive in the words he's used against Russia. Uh, the European Union has come out speaking about this. The United Nations has come out speaking about this. NATO has come out speaking about this. There are going to be a lot of sanctions leveled against Russia. And it's going to be very interesting to see how all of this affects Russia. This is probably something that is going to happen very quickly. It, it, this is something that's been building for, I would say, eight years since Crimea was taken, but it actually was building since long before that. Russia has always wanted to reestablish, ever since the fall of the Soviet Union, the Ru Russia has always wanted to reestablish its dominance in Eastern Europe. Because under, um, and Shannon, correct me if I'm wrong here, you, you, you'll know this a little bit better than I will. Under Tsarist Russia, pretty much all of Ukraine was actually a part of Tsarist Russia. In fact, Kiev was actually the city where Russia began. So there is a lot, of, a lot, lot, lot of history that's going on here. This is one of those things that has been building for a very long time and I think is going to happen kind of all at once. If there is a full-scale invasion going on, and it very much looks like that when you have bombs going off in the capital and you have troops moving all around the nation, Ukraine, you have to realize, is a very flat nation. It's the agricultural breadbasket of Europe. It's, I think, the second largest producer of food crops yeah. in Europe. It has the ability, based on how much arable land it has, to feed 600 million people. It's a very flat nation, and Russia specializes in armored warfare. So this is going to happen quickly, and it's going to be decisive, and it won't be good. So, Shannon. Um, yeah, your, your point about czarist Russia is good to bring up. Ultimately, guys, this isn't. Uh, as Jeb said, this isn't uh, an event based off of the 2014 crisis. No, it's or, not. Or even the Soviet Union's collapse in 1991 or any other conflict Russia's had in the past hundred years. U ultimately, Russia <coughs> is looking at its old borders and what it could achieve and seeking solutions to achieve it. And it's been alienated from the international community for decades. Yeah. It knows it won't achieve it politically. It knows it doesn't have the support of the Ukrainian population. So from that point, what what decision is going to be made? And to be frank, um, Russia finds themselves in a position to where they feel like they can do this relatively free of consequences. Yeah. And the truth is that there might be some truth to that statement. I mean, the, yeah. it, the, the fact is, and you, this is you know just the way it is, Russia is a nuclear power. So... If Russia weren't a nuclear power, NATO might get involved. But anyway, I don't want to go into speculation. But Tim, do you have yeah, any thoughts I, on this? Well, well, I was yeah, because it's just hard. Um, the reason why I'm emotional is because, like, because first of all, I called it wrong, you know. But uh, who would we be as a channel? You know, one of the things we're we're really strong on is financial sovereignty, and we talked about this what two weeks ago. You can't have financial sovereignty when when. There are lives being lost, and I know the number's not huge yet, but you know one is too many. One is too many. Um, the th and the sad thing is, the sad thing is, as that number grows, it was Stalin actually who said that one death is a travesty, one million deaths is a statistic. Yeah. And so, I think it's very important that we don't forget 
the emotions that we're feeling. It is very healthy for Tim and I both to be emotional right now. There are people that are being hurt in the worst possible way right now. So that it, our, our heart bleeds for that. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that the West is perfect. I'm not saying that, no. that Russia is all evil. But what I am saying is that people are being hurt, and I care much more about the fact that people are being hurt right now than whose fault it is. Yeah. The, the fact is people are being hurt, and, 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 and that, that sucks. Something we have to face is that we're an international community. Yeah. And acts of aggression like this, full-scale wars, they will affect everybody and anybody. I've already been affected personally by this. Yeah. It's... You know, people, and I think oftentimes they talk about war almost as a game. You know, they like to speculate on what's going to happen. They like to act as generals and plan military maneuvers, you know, as if it's, you know, fantasy football. But this is the real effect of war. Yeah. This and, is the human effect. And, and also the other thing is, a couple things to say here, guys, is that, one, we're not downplaying the significance of any other conflict going on in the world. This is just the one um, that is happening right now. And also the other thing is, I know this is a crypto channel, but it's actually a people channel. It's a people channel that cares about people and we happen to talk about crypto. So this is much more important to us than the price action of crypto. Now we're going to look at the markets. I'm gonna tell you here in a second what's happening in the markets. There will not be technical analysis done today. But when we say that we're people over profits, that's what we mean. We really mean that. I care much more about someone losing their life than about the price action of Bitcoin. Yeah. I do. I care. I, and I'm not ashamed of that. In fact, I'm very proud of that. That's exactly how it should be. This is very, very hard on all of us. And it does. And, and, and it's not about us. It's not about it being hard on us. Forget what, it, what Jeb feels or what Tim feels. We're over here safe across the Atlantic Ocean. What about those people in Ukraine right now? That's who, that's who we're, that's who our heart bleeds for. And we're praying for them. And I, and I, and I ask that anyone who believes as we do to pray alongside us, um, <laughs> So yeah, anyway, I just I just needed to say that because I understand that this is a crypto channel, but yeah, this is a people channel that talks uh, about crypto. Um, so if I may, I would like to I, I would like to echo that in the idea of saying like I think there's something a lot bigger here in terms of what we're trying to communicate and the idea of saying this is not for us to get on this on our platform and say look at us guys we're 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 so sad about this this we're so we're so great we're so virtuous look at us this is not what this is no it's not this is us to say we're standing in solidarity with people yeah. who are suffering yeah okay uh, guys, I, there's so many, there's so many things, there's so many ways you can break this down. There's so many ways that you can try to rationalize this, but ultimately do, deeper and more intrinsically than whatever the reasons that are going back and forth, whatever the political structure looks like here, there are people who are scared and they don't know where they're going to go. Yep. There's people scrambling to their banks to try to withdraw as much cash as they can. Meanwhile, and the banks are lending it. money. They can't take all their money back. And now they're cyber tax. How are they supposed to get their money? This is stuff that is this is stuff that is so much bigger than 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 the conflict itself. This is this is yeah. stuff that's going to last for, for no, this, generations. This is we just wrote a page in the history books today. So guys. so I, I think I would encourage everybody here to to potentially reevaluate how they're feeling about this. And and that doesn't yeah. mean that doesn't mean, hey, let's go and let's go. And, uh, you know, I have to be publicly. Uh, oh, you know, whatever about it. But it means, 
guys, like reevaluate how you realize, because here's the thing that lasts, right? I've heard this uh, from my pastor, actually, I, I just, and I'm not, I'm not preaching. I'm not preaching. I'm just saying this is the only thing that lasts is relationships. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. No, nothing else lasts in your life. The yep. only thing you take with you to the end is your relationships. And, and so ultimately, that, that means in, to ourselves, our human-to-human relationships. And this is something that means, hey, beyond the political structures, and we get so, we get so uh, ingrained in that. We always want to think in these bubbles and these boxes that we put ourselves in. But guys, these are our brothers and sisters. Yeah. You know, and whether what and I, there's these lines drawn and all this stuff, but we're all of the same the same community on Earth. And, and this is something where it's like, you know, I'm. Yeah. I, this is this is there are people that are going through a lot right now. And for us to sit down, sit here, and then just be like, well, guys, this is a great injury for Bitcoin right now, and all this stuff. And yeah. That that would be that would be such a disservice yeah. to them. Yeah. No, it would. And, and, and so that's why it's like, guys, I, I think take this opportunity genuinely to reevaluate how you're feeling about this and and, and say how can i how can i uh offer some support and whether that means praying for them yep. or, or doing whatever you can guys this is gonna this is an opportunity to kind of prove who you are yeah it so. is and also another thing i want to say is that i see some things in chat and i want to address this i despise virtue signaling as much as anyone else does. When Tim and I are here being emotional, this is our raw reaction. We're not putting on a face. We're not putting on an act to show off like, oh, look at how look at how much we stand in solidarity with Ukraine. We're doing this because we care. We're doing this because it makes us cry. We're doing this because people are in pain. And when we see people in pain, it pains us because we know that that's what we deserve. You know, that... that we, Yeah, I don't even know where to go with that. It's just, um, I had a thought, I lost it. Um, no, it so go it, you know, it goes back. There's a there's a lot going on in my in my brain. You know, <clears throat> um, the first thing is, like I said, any life any life lost is hard. Um, I think it's even hard for me to like watch. And, and uh, you know, there's no judgment on any person. Every person goes through things differently. Every, every single person sees things their own way. But um, to belittle life lost because you don't think it will have any effect on your finances. And, I, and, and there's a part of almost like um, that I've belittled this. Yeah, I feel like I have too. That it's, it's coming. It's, it's coming. And there's, you know, I, I wouldn't say shame. Like, I'm not like saying I'm like ashamed. I'm just like, man, Tim, like, you know, this is a wake up of like, you know, you know, the 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 power that you have when you talk to thousands of people. And maybe some people don't take it that seriously, but I I take myself seriously, yeah, you know. Me too. And and it's not and, and what else I'm saying and trying to get at it is like, you know, not not woe is Tim more. Like, uh, you know, what you can think whatever you think about Russia, you can think whatever you think about Ukraine. I'm not a I'm not a political expert by any means. Um, there's so many things for everything that we know. There's probably a thousand things we don't know going on over there. But what you know is already civilians have been have lost their lives. And those are people who had nothing to do with anything. They just lived. They were just in Ukraine and they're not the last ones. There's going to be more. 
And unfortunately, people are going to swipe this on the rug because it doesn't fit their political agenda. It doesn't affect their bank account or they only care because it's going to affect their bank account. Because I'm going to be honest, like, I think that we're going to see some negative price action with crypto. You don't want to hear about crypto? I low-key think that crypto is actually going to do okay. I do too. We shouldn't move on and just say, oh, well, crypto's okay. So therefore, next story, you know? Um, and maybe, and maybe like we haven't, you know, maybe we haven't treated every single life lost in this way. I think yeah. it has more to do with there is, there is something significant about this one. Um, there are ramifications of this particular uh, battle that is not just going to affect Ukraine. It's going to, no, it's going to come to the United States. It's going to go, you know, all over the world. Um, it also was, it also was a thing of like, like I said, Again, I wasn't an expert, but I read a lot and I did do my research and studied and tried to listen to both sides. Uh, you know, there were people that probably didn't know exactly what was going to happen is going to happen. But the ramifications of what happened, uh, yeah. are, we've actually come into a step of, hey, there's actually no idea what is next, what happens with the rest of the world. Yeah. There's no idea who else gets involved, whether it's just NATO or whether uh, China or whether any, you know, we don't know the ramifications of what this actually is. And so uh, to say, like, um, you know, it's just Ukraine's deal, just, you know. Again, not trying to get too political, uh, it, it, but it is a sense of like lives are being lost, innocent lives are being lost, people who had no effect on it whatsoever, their lives are being lost, and I can't, it's hard for me to just think about my money during that. Um, I, I would like to to say too, because I've, I've noticed that a lot of people are saying, hey, you know, why don't you do a show like this every time there's a conflict, you know? And there is, there's, you know, you can even look back and see what happened in, in, in Afghanistan. And that was an absolute tragedy, absolute tragedy. I cried about that several times. And I want to say this, and I want to say this very clearly. What, what, what we're doing here is, is, guys, the reason why this is affecting us is because it's, there's this, we've sat here for a two weeks now talking about this as if it was, like Shannon said, as if it was a game. Yeah. We, on this show, and I and yeah. I personally, I repent for yeah, this. Yeah, me too, I do. Because we would come on on this show and say, oh yeah, well, the, uh, even on even on Tuesday, I'm sitting here, I'm, t I'm saying, you know, what's our price prediction game? Oh, 29,000. Oh, okay. oh, I, oh, because maybe the invasion will happen. As if it's a joke. Yeah. Amen. And so this is this is why this is why this is effective because guys, yeah. I would imagine imagine being a kid right now sitting in Ukraine doesn't know what's happening fleeing his fleeing his house just because he was unlucky enough to be born there. Yeah. And next thing you know, you have you have crypto YouTubers in on the other side of the ocean Laughing saying, Haha, "Yeah, I hope I get a good buy on Bitcoin." Yeah. Guys, this is so much bigger than Bitcoin. This is so much bigger. And so that's why I think ultimately that's why this is affecting us so much is because it's it's this it's the realization and saying that th it is so much bigger. It's yep. so much bigger. And this is why what's important and, and go back to what I said. This is why what's important, guys, is investing in those relationships because somebody people have said to what I said, well, relationships come and go all the time. Yeah, if, if you let them. 
if you invest in relationships and you invest in being yeah, right. around the people you care about and you invest in and more so financial sovereignty, guys, is not about having a ton of money to do what you want with mm-hmm. it. Financial sovereignty, guys, is about not attaching your identity and your life to your money. Yep. Guys, success and, and money and all these things are, are, are things that are great to have. But at the end of the day, it doesn't do anything to fulfill you. What fulfills you is your relationships. Yep. And, and if you sacrifice your relationships and you sacrifice the way you feel about people, you sacrifice your empathy, you sac- sacrifice your love, you sacrifice all these things for success, you end up having nothing at the end of the day. Because guess what? You you hoard up all this money. You, you have all this crypto by the end of your life. And you didn't spend any time of your life actually worrying about community. You're going to get to the end of that day. You're going to be on your deathbed. You're going to have all this crypto, all this money, and it did nothing for you. You guys know what our central core value here at the company is. And, you know, I fail to live up to this every single day, you know, and I full admission of that. Our core value, we have six core values. Our central core value is humility. The way I define humility is, is the love of people. It's putting other people ahead of yourself. That's what humility truly means. Humility doesn't mean thinking less of yourself. It means thinking of yourself less. It's in times like these where you really find out what you're made of. And to answer your questions in chat, yes, when we saw what happened in Afghanistan six months ago, that really affected us personally. You may not have seen it on camera, but you know, you see us five hours a day. There's 168 hours in a week. Five hours a week, there's 168 hours in a week. There are things that really affect us. The reason that we're on stream right now is because this is developing, because we wanna be there for anyone here that is potentially in Ukraine or has friends in Ukraine. And we want to make sure that you guys know that we're here in any way that we can be. Now, there's not a whole lot that we can do, but we are here in any way that we can be. And it really affects us because when we say that humility is a core value, we really mean that. We really do love people, guys. We really do care about you. We really do want you guys to be successful. And, you know, even before you're successful, we want you to be safe and we want you to be able to live a purpose-driven life and to have financial sovereignty. We want you to thrive and build families and live a peaceful life. And what's happening right now is an assault on that. And this is not a time to do finger pointing. This is not a time, I mean, there's, that. The, the world governments can go and point fingers back and forth at each other and do sanctions, all that. I'm not even going to say anything Anything in that is wrong. That's not our job. That's not my job right now. My job is to love. That, that That's what my job is as a person with influence. That is what my job is with somebody who has 1,700 people watching this is to love and to spread that love because that's what the world needs more of right now is that love. If, we, if, if everybody cared about other people, so much that they'd be willing to lay down what they wanted for what they needed or even lay down what they needed for what they wanted we wouldn't have this now i understand that's an idealistic world and and yes you know some of us are kind of young but i will never ever i want to be very clear on this be ashamed of being emotional for other people's pain i'm not gonna say i'm proud of that because i don't want to be proud of anything especially in that case but i i will never be ashamed of being hurt when other people are hurt that's my heart, and I hope that's yours. And I know that's May and Tim and Shannon and Kelly's. I know that's the heart of every single person that works in this company. We want you guys to be safe and successful and to live a life that's peaceful, that's purpose-driven, where you have financial sovereignty to pursue the things that God has laid out in your life. And that's why this tears us up. 
So I'm going briefly, and this is not technical analysis. I'm just gonna show you what the markets are doing. I'm gonna give you some information. Um, the stock market opened uh, 31 minutes ago. It opened down from where it closed yesterday, down 2.72% um, on the SPY. It's actually bounced a little bit now. Uh, in pre-market hours, it dropped down to 412 here on the SPR, uh, SPDR, S&P 500 ETF. Bitcoin right now, um, uh, trading at uh, 35,600, <laughs> dropped quite a bit. It was up at $40,000 yesterday. Um, it did end up breaking bearish out of that bear flag like we talked about. It's dropped quite a bit. 33K does seem like it's potentially in the cards now. Um, and, you know, I, 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 like Tim said, to be honest with you, as far as the markets are concerned, I think that this is going to have not a huge impact on the market. We might see a big sell off and then a rally following that. But, you know, that's. I'll be honest with you guys. This is the, right now. Looking at the ca on camera is the first time today I've even thought about the price. I didn't even look at the price until like a minute before we went live. That's not what we've been focusing on. But yeah, if you if you want that take, I think thirty three thousand dollars is likely at this point. Um, but you know, there's there's a lot of different places you can find live updates. Um, right now, just to be honest with you guys, there's not a whole lot of news going on. Um, say what you want about CNN, but they are having a lot of live updates here. Russia surrounded Ukraine from three sides. Uh, the G7 meeting has started, G7 being the seven largest nations, uh, I believe it's France, UK, Germany, America. I think Russia's in G7, but they're probably not in there. Um, you can, if you're looking for different places to find information, it's really sparse right now because this is developing as we go. BBC has some good stuff. Uh, Reuters is covering this quite a bit. CNN's giving live updates. Um, the Guardian's giving live updates. Fox News is giving live updates. Um, for once, looking at these different sites, it seems like we're not seeing a ton of different partisanship. I don't see anybody pointing sides at each other politically. It seems like everybody's kind of reporting basically the same thing here. Um, so, as I said, this is developing. This is very serious. This is not, and I want to be very clear on this, this is not something that's false. This is not something that's being invented by Western media. That is absolutely absurd. If you look at what's going on here, there is a full-scale attack going on in Ukraine, and, um, and people are being affected. So, Kelly, you haven't spoken in a minute. What are your thoughts, buddy? Well, I think, first and foremost... You know, my my prayers and thoughts and just patient thought, I should say, for all people affected uh, by this, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, because it's not just even in that region, it's not just going to be Ukrainian. It's uh, there's going to be Ukrainian people affected by this, Russian people affected by this, Belarusian, Belarusians affected by this, yep. uh, people of Crimea, Poland, uh, uh, you know, even if there are some separatists uh, that, you know, were uh, reported to have wanted to, you know, regions that wanted to leave, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I want to show something on my screen here. Uh, this right here. Uh, this is just the uh, this is uh, the map for anybody that hasn't seen it on every other news station. You know, you can see Ukraine is perf perfectly situated with uh, Russia on the eastern border, Bel Bel uh, Belarus on the northern border and Crimea on the southern border. They also have the I think this is uh, the Black Sea. Uh, I'm not sure actually what sea this is. I don't know my That's geography the Black that sea. well. But, and also yeah. uh, something to point out there. You can see Lviv. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Lviv is in, in the far west of Ukraine. There, there are air raid sirens going off there right now. So. This is uh, advanced and with, quickly. With that, the Belar uh, the Belarusian government is essentially uh, 
I don't know where the, the chart is, but uh, the Belarusian government has uh, basically stated that uh, that they they're completely okay with uh, and, and they're they've said that uh, that the Russian troops will be there indefinitely. Basically, and uh, if there's not signaling of support of yeah. that, I don't know what is. Then uh, the point here being. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are affected by this. And and yes, finance is a part of it because this is affecting world markets. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, our, we are a people first channel uh, and we definitely focus on finance, uh, more specifically crypto. Uh, but that being said, we really need to focus here on people and, uh, you know, leading up to this leading up to this conflict and, and any major, major event worldwide, geopolitically, uh, pandemic wise. Uh, anything black swan whatsoever, uh, anything that's massive that could affect the market. This is one of those indications for all of us, myself included, to make sure that you have your your yourself organized in your your exchange orders, like everything. One, you know, it's a good risk management uh, uh, reminder. Uh, but two, at the end of the day that's not where our focus should be. This is something that you pre prepare for ahead of time. And if not, then you just sit and wait. One thing that I do want to share uh, is uh, this is a, an article from, uh, I'm not sure who it's from. Uh, basically it's, it's, uh, it's on Yahoo finance, but they're basically going over how the markets reacted uh, during the last uh, Crimean uh, conflict and other major conflicts. And essentially there there's, they're, suggesting that uh based on the uh, past geopolitical conflicts that the the market is going you know going to have this sharp sell-off just as we showed uh about uh three or four days ago maybe last week uh regarding uh when crimea was invaded and uh you know how the markets reacted so at, at any in any way, I, I just think people need to remain patient, uh, focus on empathy, focus on uh, support, not 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 calling fake news and all this silly nonsense that a lot of people uh, do. And when you have, you know, basically every major news outlet in the world uh, showing pictures and imagery and, you know, live live news coverage with people on the ground with, uh, you know, yeah bloody wounds and stuff like that and missiles and i think at the end of the day we just really need to to be patient and and send our love to all those affected uh soldiers on both sides of the conflict you know they're all they're all puppets for uh the leaders that sent them there right so uh we just need to be loving right now yeah absolutely shan do you have any other thoughts to be honest um We have to, in this time, genuinely do our best to service the people of Ukraine with the respect to understand that this conflict's going to affect them intimately. And our job is not to garner clicks off articles, off of videos, anything like that. Ultimately, yeah. our closing statement on it should be peace for Ukraine. Yeah. What else can we? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I tell people that 
this company is, is not a comp is not a group of people running a company. I say it's a family running a company, and I truly do feel that way. I, I see Smay and Kelly and Tim and Shannon as brothers, not coworkers, not even friends, but as brothers. And I know they would all say the same thing about myself and the rest of the people on this stream, the men on this stream. And we say the same thing about everyone else who works at our company. This is not a group of people running a company. This is a family running a company. And the way that that happened is that I made a decision when I founded this company. Shannon can tell you, because he was here at the founding of it when I was getting all the people on board and get, getting started. I'd made a decision early on, and you'll see where I'm going with this. I made a decision early on to always be vulnerable and to always love and always be first to love on other people. And I've fallen short of that every single day of my life, but that's the decision I made and that's what I'm trying to do. And the culture that has been birthed from that decision early on is a culture of trust, of camaraderie, and of love. And I have no shame, no regrets of saying I love you to Smay or Kelly or Tim or Shannon. The world might say, oh, that's weird. I don't care. I couldn't care less what the world thinks. I love my brothers and I love the people in Ukraine and I want them to succeed. And the lesson here is that if you want to be loved, if you want people to have patience with you, if you want people to be kind to you, if you want people to be gentle to you and respectful to you, then you first have to step out in faith and do that to other people. Because if I'm impatient with other people, then I give them the right to be impatient with me because why do I deserve any better? If I'm rude to other people, then I give them the right to be rude to me because why do I deserve any better? If I am unloving or not gentle with someone else, then what right do I have to demand the same? And so I say right here before all of these 1,800 witnesses and the four other men in this room, I will never be ashamed of loving Ukraine. I want to be loved in times when I'm going through pain. And I'm so very blessed to have a community around me of people on camera and off camera that care so deeply about me that when something happens, they're there to cover me and love me and protect me. Because I'm not such a big, strong man that I never cry. I'm not such a big, strong man that I never feel emotions. I am a man because I don't deny that I love people. I am a man because I love people and because I want to serve people and I want to protect people and I want people to be safe. And I will never be ashamed of being an emotional man when things take place. Now, there is a time to stand up, buck up, and do something. I don't deny that. And that's what we're doing here on this stream is we're trying to be supportive in any way we possibly can. There's not much we can do. We're a media company halfway around the world. But if there's something that we can do, we would love to know. Um, my point is, if you want people to love you and to protect you and to lean, and, and for you to be able to lean on them in hard times, then you need to step out in faith and do the same thing. And I'm not trying to preach. I'm really not. That, that's not the point here. I'm not trying to beat you over the head with a Bible or anything like that. I am telling you, however, something that I have learned. And that is, and Shannon can tell you this because I went to high school with him. Shannon's known me for seven years. I, he's my best friend. I was a jerk in high school before I met Jesus. And this is not about the Lord at all. That's not what I'm getting at. At that time in my life, I was a very impatient, argumentative, rude, unloving person who liked getting on people's nerves. Is that right, Shannon? I wouldn't say it's incorrect. Shannon, you once called me in high school, forgive me, I'm going to curse, an asshole with a heart of gold. You knew that I had a good heart, but I didn't always express it in the right way. No. And you were right. I was that. I'm only going to say it once for the quote. I don't like cursing. But that's exactly what I got back. 
I was a jerk to people and so people were jerks to me. And I deserved it because I brought it on myself. So the lesson here is that as we love on Ukraine, it's important that we're there for people so that when we need people that, that, that they're gonna be willing to be there for us. And that's what we want to do. We want to be there for Ukraine and be there for anyone, um, anyone um, in Ukraine in any way that we can. Tim, do you have any thoughts on that? You, you are my microchurch leader when I first you know, came to the Lord and everything. What, what are your thoughts on that in general? Yeah, I, um, yeah I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> the truth is what you guys just saw is, is I think me processing everything, so. Yeah, me too. Um, that's probably why when I woke up this morning, my first thought was, man, should we even do the stream? You know? yeah. um, I think the minute, the minute I become cynical, um, and I don't care about these things, I've lost myself. Mm-hmm. It's funny, because there's actually not a lot that makes me cry, but. It's a, uh, it's just a broken heart. Yep. And I know, I know a lot of people don't see it this way. And, and I, uh, uh, this is how the world works. Injustice, innocence being taken away. Uh, people who, who did nothing to a deserve, get the brunt of evil men who fight over stupidity. Like I said, that's why I'm, I'm politically, you know, it's not really a deal of, in my mind, it's almost not even a Russia-Ukraine deal. Mm. Um, people can think what they want. I just love people. Mm-hmm. And no matter what they think about me, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big guy. I'm, I'm, I'm even like a physical... Like, you know, my wife said when she met me, she's like, you know, one thing I saw about him is he'll protect me. But that's what I am. I'm a protector. And guys, you know, there is a time to stand up, put the emotion aside and fight. Tim and I are not on the front lines. We do not live in Ukraine. Tim, I don't know about you. I don't know anyone in Ukraine that I'm able to be there for. There is a time to say, okay, we can process these emotions later. But there is also a time to have those emotions. There is absolutely nothing wrong with this being difficult for us. There's nothing wrong with this being difficult for you because this is a difficult thing. And by the way, I'll address it again. When things happen in the world, it, it hurts us just as well. You, you, you might not see it on stream, but it does. Um, can, can I, uh, I, I would just like to also take this opportunity because we've, we've talked a lot about it. And I would like to also, we, we're sitting here, we're saying we care for people and we really do. And I think part of that is too, when, we, when we're saying, hey, we're praying for Ukraine and we love Ukraine, I think this also is an opportunity to say, guys, there are there are political leaders involved, right? You have mm-hmm. you have Putin, you have, and then you know, obviously, you guys can draw all your conclusions about the government of Ukraine and whether they, the, they deserved it or whatever. But the fact is, the people, the people in Ukraine don't. The people who are fighting in the armies don't. The people in Russia don't. The people serving in the Russian army don't. So I would even say, guys, when we're praying for Ukraine, I would even I would say, hey, we should be praying for Russia too. 
Absolutely. And, and this is not, and this is to say, not to, to say that we're praying for Russia to, su- to succeed because we're not. What we're praying for is that hearts are changed. Yeah. Guys, yeah. because there's nothing, there's no more stuff. I, re- I just finished reading this book. Uh, uh, it was called The Hiding Place. And it's about, it's about World War II following this woman uh, named Corrie Ten Boom. And she, uh, you guys can look it up and read about it. She went through very horrible things in, during World War II. Uh, she was she's Dutch and you guys know how that went <laughs> if you know anything about World War II. But after immediately following after the war and she went around and started doing her ministry, one of the people in the camp that she was at, the guard that was probably the most horrible to them, her and her sister when they were in this camp, uh, was there at the at the church that she was at and that she was talking about all the lessons that she learned while she was in this camp. And afterwards, she went up to him and he said, you know, thank you so much. Everything you just said was so, so powerful to me. And she, in that moment, looked at him and said, you know, thinking in her mind, you are the reason why I suffered. You are the reason why I suffered. You are. I'm looking at the person who who did all these horrible things to me and the reason why I'm here. And in that moment, she reached out her hand. Shook, it, shook his hand and said, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. So I would say even in this opportunity, let's not turn our hearts to hate Russia and say, oh, this you know, evil, evil. Pe-. And it is. It is evil what they're doing. Yep. But you sit and you say, I, I'm praying just as much for their hearts to be changed because no, the, the suffering that, that comes with, with having those kind of evil intentions and, and inflicting that on other people is, is, is horrendous as well. Um, so I would say when we're praying, we, we say pray for Ukraine. We're also saying we love, we love people, and that means loving the people who are affected by this on the Russian side as well. So, uh, and that's not, to play, that's not to play the fence. I'm actually no. saying this genuinely because yeah, no, it's true. there are innocent people, innocent people who had nothing to do with what their political leaders are doing that are being affected by this. And, and none of what we're saying, guys, is a political statement. Yeah. We're not making a political statement about Ukraine. We're not making a political statement about Russia. What we're making is a, a, a people statement to say people are suffering and this is deeper. So, I, in fact, I, I can't say that any of the uh, political opinions, you know, whether they be true or, or wrong. All I'm making comment on is that they're suffering and we're, we're we care about people and we're going to sit here and we're going to support the people who are suffering. Um, so uh, that's it. Absolutely. So, um, Kelly, I'm going to ask some final thoughts from you and then we're going to wrap it out. Yeah, I just uh, I just want to mention that uh, and you, you just sort of characterized it, uh, Smay, but, you know, we're not elevating this conflict over any other conflict that's have, happening no, we're globally. not at all. Whether it be Canada, uh, people in South America, uh, Middle East, uh, doesn't matter where it is. uh, And people, you know, there's people being affected on both sides of every conflict and, uh, you know, not taking sides. uh, And we're just like, as as we're mentioned, as May just mentioned, our love and our thoughts and our prayers are with anybody that's exposed to any sort of conflict that's impacting their financial sovereignty, emotional sovereignty, uh, faith sovereignty. any sort of any any sort of anything that that is affecting anybody uh, personally uh, in any way, any sort of suppression of any sort of uh, human quality or human trait or desire or right. Uh, and so, with that, that's that's all I have to say. And my thoughts and my prayers are with everybody. And 
Yep. Yeah, we'll, we will. We will definitely be coming back with a lot more information on crypto and another stream. Yep. But we just uh, somebody mentioned in chat. Uh, quite a few people have mentioned this isn't our this isn't our specialty. We should stick to crypto. Well, we are a people first channel, and sometimes. Yep. Even with family, even with your sporting uh, friends, even doesn't matter who it is, uh, anybody in your life, sometimes you have to yep. focus on the larger picture and the more important thing, which is love and humanity yep. and our faith. And uh, just share that with everybody and patience. So, guys, the point of this stream was not to inform, was not to bring you the facts. That's not the point of this stream. You can find the facts of what's going on a hundred different places from a thousand different news sources, from all kinds of people on the ground with camera crews and whatnot. That's not what we're doing here. Our mission with this stream was one, to show you our heart, but more importantly, two, to show you how we want to respond to these situations, show you how I think it's best to respond to these situations and also to potentially be there for anyone who is in Ukraine right now. Someone said in chat earlier that they're going to the front line soon. Our thoughts and our prayers are for you. We're all going to be praying after the stream is over. Um, we're, we considered praying here on stream. We don't want to alienate anyone who's been hurt by the church, so we're going to not do that right now. But that is, but, but we do firmly, firmly believe in the power of prayer, and we have been praying, and we will be praying, and we mean it when we say pray for Ukraine. So my final request here is that if anyone of faith is watching this, and I know there are a lot, I I just ask that you would join us in a in a prayer here in about 10 15 minutes around 10 35 we're going to be coming together as a team to pray for ukraine i believe in the power of prayer fully and um and uh we love you whether you're in ukraine or not but especially i'm speaking to anyone who is in ukraine right now i hope i can't tell you that they will but i hope that the west will be there for ukraine in in the best way that it possibly can i don't know though and as Kelly said, we're not elevating this conflict above any other. It breaks our heart whenever there's conflict going on anywhere in the world, and there's a lot of it. Um, so we'll be back tomorrow with a normal show. Might not be quite as upbeat as normal, but we should be back with a normal show tomorrow. There's not going to be an afternoon video today. There's not going to be any clips from this stream today. Um, we you probably won't see a whole lot coming out from social from from us on social media today. <clears throat> But we just wanted to share our heart with you guys, and we want to be there for you, and we wanted to show you the way that we believe is best to process emotions like this. We've been processing a lot during this stream. This is a very new thing that's occurring. And I don't say this to spread fear. I don't say this to spread uncertainty or doubt. But this could get worse before it gets better. In fact, it probably will. I'm not saying that this is going to escalate into the Third World War or anything. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think that would happen. But this is going to continue. And we're going to be here to update you through all of it. And we're going to continue praying for uh, Ukraine through all of it. But, guys, that's all we got for you today. We're going to go ahead and wrap it out. Thank you very much for the Super Chats. We're not going to read them today. We're, we will read them. We're just not going to read them on stream. Thank you guys so very much for those. And uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Coffee and Crypto podcast. Tune in every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch live on YouTube. Follow us on our social media accounts at CryptoJeb. And lastly, we want to thank you for supporting us here at McAfee Media.